Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief is another main roster star headed to NXT. We preview AEW and NXT, but first, Jay Uso talks about a huge change made to his Roman Reigns feud. Larson, what's in the news? So yeah, during a recent conversation with Peter Rosenberg, Jay Uso mentioned that WB decided to extend his feud against Roman Reigns because it was so damn good. Uh, this is what Jay had to say, quote, uh, this was a one and done supposed to be. They were like, this shit is fire right here, bro. I think I was, I was just to get Roman to the next homie, but man, you see the storytelling. This is real. The feeling's right there. The promo's right there. If you watch the match back, the match was basic, but what grooved is the damn story, and that is the main thing. We're showing real emotion. We're showing uh, you feeling. Uh, you can put the fiend in with Roman. You can put Seth with Roman, whoever, whatever, whatever top guy they got. Put him with Roman. I guarantee you, Oose, uh, they didn't pull out emotion. They didn't pull out real feeling. They didn't pull out storytelling the way me and Oose did that thing. Tell me you didn't feel like you were watching a damn movie. You forgot you were watching wrestling. When I watched it back, I was watching that thing like I wasn't in it. I was like, man, this is good. This is my best work. I can agree with that. I think yeah. that, that has been the most compelling story that we've seen uh, in recent history. Uh, it's not shocking that they wanted to capitalize this, capitalize on this a bit more, drag it out a bit more because uh, there's plenty of stuff there still to mine. There's you know? a lot to mine, and I'm I'm looking forward to this Hell in a Cell thing with this mysterious stipulation, which I would think has got to be no more Jay Uso and family coming to Thanksgiving. Well, I've I've seen other people speculate that if Jay loses, that he does have to call Roman. His tribal chief, uh, and then from there, what I don't know. That but, seems uh, like less of a major deal as something that really affects Jay Uso. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. yeah, he's gonna call him tribal chief, uh, and then on top of that, uh, he's got to be Roman's uh, uh, bag guy, his young boy. You know, carry around his bags and like do his bidding. Uh, mm -hmm. something along those, like when John Cena mm -hmm. had to join the Nexus, something along mm -hmm. those lines. Mm -hmm. uh, I think to make it much more personal, kick him out of the damn family. Then it's sort of a win-win for him anyways, because then he doesn't have to be just known as a twin brother because he's not the brother to Jimmy Uso anymore. He could be his own guy. He's got to come up with a new last name. Um, I don't know. I feel like the, the thing that's driven this feud so far obviously has been the family dynamics. It's been the personal relationship here. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Make it about that even more. Double down on totally, that. Totally, totally. Because that's what has worked. You mm -hmm. know, this this isn't, you know, I, I appreciate feuds that are about competition, strictly competition, because those can be effective, especially if there's some uh, underlying motivations uh, leading to, you know, uh, such heated competition. Um, and uh, But the, I've, I, would, I feel like in wrestling, the most effective stories are the ones that are personal but simple. Mm -hmm. Yep. You yep. know, uh, you know, you could you could uh, sum up the story in a sentence. Mm -hmm. But there's still like a wealth mm -hmm. of of area you can mine still with the story, uh, probably because it is so simple mm -hmm. and the performances have been so damn good. And the and you know the the relationship there. I mean, that's what that's where the simplicity is most effective when there's a wealth of backstory that we have seen play out in front of us for years and years and years, and they can dig up old family photos mm -hmm. and, you know, add to that, add to the layers of that. 
Um, so for sure, yeah, this is a smart move on WWE's part. You obviously don't want to, you know, run it into the ground, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's 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 a lot more they can they can dig up here. Yeah, I kind of feel like uh, seeing as it's an I quit match, this is probably gonna be the match where Roman is gonna beat the heck out of Jay Uso, mm-hmm. probably way more than he did at at uh, at the last show at Clash Champions. Uh, I would assume. Given the, the I quit stipulation, given it's in hell in the cell, this is one that's going to get like super uncomfortably violent for a, a longer time than what we saw at a Clash Champion. Yeah, should be really good stuff. Uh, also yeah. really good stuff, the idea of one of your favorite NXT stars, maybe ever, heading back to NXT. Now, yesterday we reported uh, about Andrade uh, possibly uh, staying on Raw as uh, part of the WWE draft or part of being, I guess, a free agent and re-signing mm-hmm. with Raw. PW Insider suggested that was the case, but following a post by Andrade with a picture of him holding the NXT title, PW Insider <laughs> reports that a return to NXT was, quote, something that was discussed in the last week. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, if the, obviously, you know, hey, put him with uh, Legato del Fantasma. That'd be pretty rad. He could be their uh, their higher power. I like that idea. I think that'd be cool. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Uh, I mean, he was he took part in probably my second favorite NXT match of all time. First, of course, first Sasha versus Bailey at Brooklyn One. Uh, second, uh, Andrade versus Johnny Gargano, Takeover Philadelphia. Just a, a, a masterpiece mm-hmm. of wrestling storytelling. That match is so damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been all sorts of starts and stops with Andrade on the main roster creatively. Uh, he was involved in a pretty good thing with Rey Mysterio that kind of fizzled. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like they, he and uh, Angel Garza were maybe on the, the precipice of winning those raw tag titles from Street Profits, and then they were basically broken up, yeah. and then the, yet they got another title shot afterwards. And even after that, everything seemed cool. It wasn't until uh, Garza got hurt that uh, you know they're like, all right, well, you can go your separate ways now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if he can go back to NXT... Um, and they could find a direction for him that's good. Uh, I'd be all about it because he's fantastic. Yeah, that's the key. You'd need like a really some really solid creative for him. Um, yeah, and, and I mean I don't know I don't know how much of a change. Like you and I were both rooting. We've always been wanting to see ever since we were exposed to Finn Balor's work in New Japan. We've always wanted to see that Finn Balor, and so they were able to pivot to that. I don't know what difference in personality necessarily we could get from El Idolo because I really enjoy who we see now. Mm-hmm, it's just putting mm-hmm. him in the right stories mm-hmm. that would make sense. Um, so we'll see if this happens. Uh, I mean, considering that his fiance Charlotte, is on Raw. Yeah, there's that too. Odds are he's going to stay on Raw. Um, but given the, how WB is not traveling now, it seems like they're probably going to be traveling anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole idea of splitting up couples uh, across brands, I don't think is is as huge a deal as it would be otherwise. Yeah, um, you know, we, if we, and when WB returns to the road, they can you know address it then. Well, yeah, also, if, I'd suggest this. It sounds like they're maybe future proofing at this point, and I don't maybe they would have landed there anyways. But Bianca Belair and uh, Montez Ford both mm-hmm. landed on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That was a change mm-hmm. for them. Uh, mm-hmm. They kept Keith Lee and Mia Yim on the same brand. Mm-hmm. It seems like, I mean, just from that evidence, definitely, maybe definitely. they're more inclined to, to to keep people on the same brand. So I, I would I would think that that's like the lone piece of evidence that we have to suggest, yeah, maybe he'd stay in Raw. But like you said, they're in the same area anyways. 
Like I don't I don't know it'd be that big of a deal, but maybe that you no, I think I think you're right about the future proofing aspect of it. But if you know they have Andrade go to NXT for a bit, mm-hmm. and it looks like they're gonna hit the road, and they want to bring in uh, whether to Raw or Smack or Raw, uh, you know, there's probably a way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, there is an NXT and an AEW. It's the anniversary show tonight for AEW. That should oh, be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, loaded. NXT. All we have for them is uh, a Dexter Loomis versus David David Peace match for a North American title. Oh, is it for the title? Cool. Yeah, uh, I believe so. And then uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch are going to be taking on the Undisputed Era for a winner at the tag titles. Yeah, the tag win- title shot, and yeah. also there's an Ember Moon interview. Mama wants over gold. on. What's that? Mama wants some gold. <laughs> yeah. Over on AEW, as you mentioned, anniversary show. Uh, this is a pretty stacked card. You got Mox versus Lance Archer for that AEW championship. TNT title also on the line. Cody versus Orange Cassidy. Women's championship also on the line. Hikaru Shida versus Big Swole. Hey, you want to, you want to, uh, uh, this might be an unpopular opinion for me. Big Swole should win this title tonight. The, because she's like the only person who's been involved in like anything resembling uh, resembling a feud as of late. It'd be a great surprise. Um, I really enjoy her work. And uh, she can get right back into a thing with Britt Baker for it. I think that they should pull out at least one sort of surprise like this tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand, you know, Britt Baker had a, a, a write-up in, uh, I think, Fightful uh, about how, you know, the women's division in AEW has been pretty severely afflicted by the by the COVID thing, uh, and and that's one of the main reasons why you haven't seen a lot more being done with the women's division. Uh, and to, on top of that, injury Statlander and her were both injured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think of a better way to sort of kick things up a bit, you know, just to just to just to give that division maybe a kick in the butt while people are coming back from injuries. While, you know, travel plans might be travel restrictions might be loosening up in the next couple months. Um, give that title a big swole, you know, give us a surprise. Do something. Mm-hmm. And then you can mm-hmm. go, come back around to Sheeta when you have more people around if they want to mm-hmm. do more feuds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, tag titles on the line. FTR versus best friends. This will be the, the, the 20 minute time limit draw. Wait, I uh, thought was this the one that's the sixty minutes? Oh, sorry, it is sixty yeah. minutes. Sorry, yeah. sorry. This is not a twenty minute brush with greatness. Yeah. And then uh, Kip and Miro will be in action. And then finally MJF, he's got his huge announcement tonight. What do you think that's going to be? It's the anniversary show. It'd be great if it was something huge, you know, like he like he's somehow found a way to buy the entire inner circle out from under Jericho, and he turned Jericho face. Like, I feel like with all the people back singing his theme song, uh, that sort of needs to be a thing anyways, man. Let's do yeah, it. Let's do a turn here. I know. I know. I think that'd work really well. Before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to the friendo Alex Beast. He's the guy that interviewed Cody for our story yesterday. He actually oh. sent me the link to it yesterday in my Twitter, and I sort of saw it. I glossed over it because I just had like a lot of stuff going on, and then yeah. we ended up talking about it. But I didn't put two and two together and say, oh, oh this is the thing. Oh, so cool. a friendo was the one that interviewed Cody for that article we did yesterday. That's cool. That's super about awesome. About the New Japan stuff. That's super so, cool. So uh, uh, shout out to Alex for tossing yeah. that in our direction. Also shout out to Going and Raw co-founder Dan Nerd Cubed. He's a movie star now. He's a big, big movie star now. That is awesome. Uh, super proud of Dan. Uh, he's been working really hard. 
uh, uh, you know, and is happy to see him, uh, uh, you know, reach just astronomical levels. Of, so of it's called the Polybius. What is it? The Polybius what? Experience? Heist. Heist. Is it the heist? I believe so. Uh, the Polybius. Gee whiz. Why Ashens and the Polybius heist. Oh, yeah, there it is. Ashens and the Polybius heist. Uh, this looks very British and very great. I love yes. this kind of stuff. So, uh, so yeah, that should be great. So, yeah, at Dan Nerd Cubed, uh, uh, go for Because, yeah, he named the show all yeah. the way back in 20. What, what the first 14? year or so? He, w- he was a regular. He was, yeah, absolutely. Maybe longer than that. So, so uh, looking so happy for Dan. Super happy for him. Oh, he's the best, dude. He's the best. Yeah, Dan is awesome. All right. So, anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be reviewing the AEW anniversary show tonight live at the Twitch. Correct. Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Please join us there. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson.